Welcome to On the Penalty Spot with Dave and Luke. We've made it to Season 2 in our football podcast. Um, short but sweet Season 1. Um, but Season 2, we bring you our Premier League preview tonight. Um, Luke, how are things on your side? Of, what should I say? Your side of the M2. <laughs> things are good, mate. Life is, uh, life is good. You know, recently got engaged. Mm, congratulations. Um, Thank you very much, mate. Promotion at work and celebrated a birthday and the Premier League's back. So nothing to complain about at all, my friend. Mm. New laptop. New laptop as well. Yeah. And play football manager on. So yeah. although we had a bit of a, you know, I really didn't realise I could use my new laptop with the, the headset I've got, but that's cool. You've sorted me out. Yeah. Um, how have you been, mate? Mate, I've been great. I've been great. Um, back at work. Work's flowing reasonably well, which is great. Um, family's family's good. Um, wife's we're halfway now to baby number two to baby Shola or Sholarette. Um, yeah, on the way, um, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. Really excited. Really excited that football uh, that the Premier League's back. I know um, other other countries around the world are, are, are gearing up for their leagues, and France has already started. Um, but our also focus tonight is um, is the Premier League and. Um, 9.30 tonight, first game, but mate, I'm absolutely um, excited about to, to turn up to your house at quarter to five in the morning in, in, our, in our new away jersey, which actually surprised me a fair bit. I was, I was a bit um, hesitant to, to get the purple one in the mail, but um, mate, I, I quite like it. It looks good, which you'll see it tomorrow. I will. Uh, which should be good, but um, mate, Premier League, we're, we're going to start with... Um, Let's talk transfers, um, and we'll touch base on on our tips for the season. Um, and that, that, that's what football's about. That's what the the, the summer breaks about. It's about transfers, um, players in coming in, coming out. Um, mate, we'll start with we'll start with Newcastle, and then we'll make our way through through the you know relatively uh, you know the, well as many teams as we can to be to be honest. Um, I'm here all night. I'm here all night, mate. Two weeks ago, um, probably a week ago. Yeah, um, but it didn't look like we we're going to get anyone in. Um, the takeover is he he said she said I said you didn't do it. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Um, and that looks like it's where it's going. It's like a dog, it looks like a dog chasing its tail at the moment. To be honest, um, mate, we, we've put three players um, through the door. I guess get them over the line, as Alan Pardew would say. Um, mate, great signings, really good signings. Um, we got Lewis, um, cracking left back. Uh, who would absolutely run all day. Um, he's, he's, he's quick. He gets up and down that pitch. Uh, defensively, really good. Um, I guess probably the only flaw is his, his end product in, in assists um, or you know whipping the ball in the middle. Um, but certainly, uh, by far, uh, almost 100% or 50% upgrade of our left-backs. Um, Callum Wilson, proven goal scorer. At the moment, um, he's not a thirty-goal scorer a season, twenty-five, but he's he's a fifteen-plus. And um, at the moment, anything more than five would be better than Jolinton. Um, and mate, I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited about Wilson. I'm excited about Lewis, but I'm really excited about Ryan Fraser. Um, only a couple of seasons ago, he was second to Eden Hazard in, in goals created and assists. Um, that says something. Him linking up with uh, with Wilson, which explains the delay. Um, it, it's it's going to be good to watch. Yeah, it's um, it's a massive shift from what we've normally bought. You know, we've always bought young with um, potential to sell for high, uh, but right now Bruce has got his way, and we've bought proven Premier League quality, and that's what we need. Um, don't forget Jeff Hendrick in on a free as well. Um, 
several several games at Burnley, over 100 in the Premier League, established international, 27 years old. Uh, Wilson's 28, I think. Fraser's in his mid-20s. Jamal mid-20s, Lewis is yeah. early 20s. And, you know, the, some critics will say, oh, you're buying from relegated teams, but we're buying the best from the relegated teams. And yeah. it was only a couple of years ago that Fraser and Wilson combined for a Premier League record 18 goals, you know, from assisting each other. Um, so the chemistry's there, and it's what we've lacked. We, we've just lacked that... Um, potency in the final third and Wilson will do that for us and he's coming with a great attitude as well so I'm really excited to see how he fits in yeah he wants to be there and that's um that's half the key and people are like oh you know Fraser he's holding off he's looking for other clubs uh, mate to me he's just waiting to see if Wilson signed um which is great yeah you, you're linking up with your mate you got Matt Ritchie there who's who will help them settle in Settling straight away, um, but yeah, yeah, you can you can say, oh, you're buying from relegated teams, but mate, Villa didn't get relegated. They probably should have. And Jack Grealish is still hanging around. He's in the Premier League. So if someone bought Jack Grealish, they wouldn't say, oh, you're buying from a yeah. a crappy team. You're like, oh, how good? You got a great pickup. It's just it's a, it's an easy it's an easy dig. You know, if if we fail in the first few weeks of the season, that'll be lumped at Steve Bruce, but. Bruce is, he's getting the team that he wants. And yeah. we signed Isaac Hayden for another six years as well, which that's is That's huge. That's massive. huge. That, that's <laughs> like, you can't really say it's like a new signing, um, but it's it's a, such a morale boost. We're, we're prone to losing him not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, his family's down south, and I know he's got a couple of, um, I think, issues with his child, um, a couple of health issues, and he wanted to be closer to family. But obviously things must have been sorted out because he's uh, signed on the dotted line for six years. He's arguably our best central midfielder um, that we have. You know, he provides something completely unique uh, to what John Joe and Hendrick and the long staffs bring. You know, he's he adds a bit of steel. He's, he's come a long way from the um, from his red card against Cardiff. Yeah, he has. Yeah, and, um, you know, Arsenal, you know, the youth player at Arsenal under Wenger, and then he went to Hull for a while and did okay. I'm not sure if he was with Bruce at Hull or not. I can't remember. But um, then he came to us. And he's flourished because he's we sort of signed as a bit of an unknown quantity, really. No mm. one really knew too much about him, but uh, all right. So, so where do um, mate, where do Newcastle finish? If you'd asked me a couple of weeks ago, I'd say it'd be a relegation battle. Um, yeah, we, we we mentioned this over chat. If you don't, if you don't know, Luke and I probably text each other more than we text our uh, wives and fiancés. Um, yeah, I, I asked Luke this question, and the the answer was um, a bit scary. Yeah, um, but now that we've got those three um, three guys over the line, um, I'd say mid-table. Yeah. Uh, um, we weren't that far off mid-table last season with uh, a, a much poorer squad. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite... Top 10's not beyond the realms of possibility. Uh, as long as Wilson hits the ground running, um, it'll ease a lot of the, the pressure on Joel Linton as well, so hopefully he can play with a little bit more freedom, um, a little less expectation this year. I feel like he could be a new... Um... I'm not going to say a new player or a new signer. I'm going to say he could be like a new man. I think that there's a big, big relief off his shoulders in bringing Callum Wilson in, um, and he can do what he what he does. And I sent you those stats that were sent to me, um, just comparing Bobby Firmino to Joel Linton's time in um, in Germany, oh, yeah. and Joel Linton's stats are actually better um, before Bobby moved to to Liverpool. So this says something. It's, it's not bad. I know stats don't mean everything, and everyone can look good on stats or on YouTube, but. Um, you can't you can't show away. I think we'll finish anywhere between sort of like eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. So that sort of twelfth to eighth mark. Um, anything around there, I'll be I'll be pretty happy. Mid table mediocrity. Yeah, we'll take it. 
Yeah, we'll take. We'll definitely take it. I reckon. All right, let's make our way. We'll go ret- relatively alphabetically here, um, mate. Arsenal, um, Mikel Arteta. Um, this will be first full season in charge at Arsenal. Um, I quite like what he's done in terms of what he's brought in. Um, although probably, I know Murray was already there on loan. He's come in. Um, William, as we've spoken about, is either rocks or diamonds. Um, Cedric Sauce, mate, Gabriel, great. He's he's a great Sony. Last of beaten some big clubs to this to this presume. Um Centre back, left footed. Not many of them around. Um, left side of centre back, uh, besides Kieran Clark. Um, <laughs> obviously, they got Danny back in on loan. Um, mate, I think, I think, I think they're going to do quite well. The building blocks are there. Um, obviously, you got big raps on Gabriel. I'm intrigued to see how he, yeah. um, how he, you know adapts to the Premier League. Um, by all accounts, all you know, good judges say that he's got all the, the talent necessary to make it. And um, for Arsenal fans, I hope he does. Um, Danny Ceballos, getting him back in on loan mm. for me is a massive one because he is that, that fulcrum in that midfield that creates and just allows um, other players around to play with freedom. Um, a big fan of Danny Ceballos and I'm really interested to see the um, development of Eddie Nketiah, um, Kaya Saka, Gabriel Martinelli, you know, these young kids that really started to make a name for themselves last year. Um, This is the season they need to push on uh, because Arsenal have always had really good youth um, and I really need to see it from them this year and I'm quietly confident for a good season uh, for Arsenal. The most important thing is definitely, which looks like is going to happen, is keeping Aubameyang, uh, getting him a new new contract. Um, he's the only world-class player that they have. Um, and make no mistake about it, he is world-class. He's probably the greatest Gabon international of all time. <laughs> uh, Gabonese? Are they Gabonese? Yeah, Gabonese, sure. the yeah. Gabonian. The Gabonian, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but he, if anything happens to Aubameyang, I worry for Arsenal. Uh, he mm. needs to stay fit for the whole season. If he stays fit, there's an easy 20 to 25 goals there. I um, I can't see where Arsenal will get their um, will get their goals from if um, if Aubameyang goes down. Uh, and Caddy is not the finished product yet. Like like that will will score you eight to twelve. But you, if he stays, there's rumours yeah, that he could be going. Yeah, so. to Leon. There's rumours he he could be going to Leon, and um, Oreo could be um, on his way to Arsenal, which would be a great little steal. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners don't know too much about him. Um, but we'll touch base when he actually and if he actually signs. Um, but uh, for for Arsenal to do well. Um, their key, I guess their key markers are you've got to keep um, Aubameyang fit. Um, and then I, th- I solely think you keep Aubameyang fit and you minimise your mistakes at the back, which I think that's why they brought Gabriel in. Um, and then I, th- I believe that they'll be pushing really hard for a top four spot this season. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, I think if, if Arsenal don't finish top four, I think it's a disappointment almost for them. Um, I'm a big fan of Arteta. Um, the way Arsenal played last season, over the course of the season, you could see them, he, the, he was moulding the team into his style of football and he's done his apprenticeship under Guardiola. So you know the style of football is going to be good and he's starting, slowly starting to get in the players that he wants. Um, top four. Yeah, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying top four for Arsenal this year. Yep. 
Great. Lower um, top four. Lower top four. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fourth, fifth, sixth, fourth. Fifth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mate, moving on. Aston Villa um, haven't really done much. Uh, they brought in uh, Matty Cash. Ollie Watkins, who we were linked with um, quite heavily, um, had a great season last year. Absolutely great season, Brentford, last year. Um, mate, they, for me, yeah, they've kept Grealish. Um, they avoided relegation last year. I, I believe that. I think they're in trouble. Um, have they strengthened? Not for me. Not no, for me. no, no one can really see my facial expressions on a podcast. <laughs> um, I, I don't think they have. Like Ollie Watkins is a gamble. Um, he could he could score you twenty five goals, who he, he he might only get five. Um, I've, got, I've got grave concerns about Watkins. I mean, I know they went in for Callum Wilson, and he stated straight away that he wants to come to us but they've paid could be in total 13 million pounds more for Watkins than they would that we got Wilson for Watkins is unproven in the Premier League he could fall into the Dwight Gale the Nathan Ellington the Jordan Rhodes mm. category of being too good for the championship but not yeah. good enough for the Premier League it's a gamble yeah. it, it's a massive gamble for a club like Aston Villa who really shouldn't have survived Mm. Um, last season Gre- Grealish could still go because let's not forget the transfer window is still open for another few weeks do they right? do they, do they ca- oh, if they're going to let him go oh, they've got to cash in soon so they can spend that's the thing they do but obviously they want to keep him but if they start the season poorly um, what's to say he's just going to not going to hand in a transfer request or yeah. just go we're, elsewhere we're rightly so because he's an incredible talent um, he's England international <laughs> mate for me I think Villa go down yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. They're locked on certainties for me to, me to go down this season. Yeah, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Um, we'll, we'll skip past that pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> mate, Brighton, um, I think Brighton have actually signed pretty well. We, we, we spoke about this at the start. Um, you know, Lolana, good little pickup, does run on a treadmill. Um, but and pick a pass. Can pick very, a pass, very, yeah. very skillful. They've brought, brought players in Veltman, um, Den Donker. Good little pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, they have lost a little bit. Um, obviously, Moy moving to Asia. Um, Good pay packet for him. Good. On yeah. Um, but where? Like, and looking at your notes here as well, like scoring goals. Um, you keep Dunfit. Where are they going to get their goals from? Leilana's going to create, but who is he going to create for? Yeah, that. I mean, Trossard is probably going to have to um, step up a little bit this season. But I, I fear for Brighton. Um, and I'm a bit surprised they let Duffy go, um, to be honest. Um, but they let Glenn Murray go as well. And Glenn Murray, you know, he's 35, 36 now, but he's always good for a few goals. Yeah. But they haven't really replaced him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Brighton go in for a striker um, within the next uh, couple of weeks. Maybe someone in on loan, or they could maybe go from Eddie and Kessier or maybe yeah. Rian Brewster from Liverpool. Yeah, I think there'd be, there'd be a few loan pushes, I dare say. Yeah, I'd say so. But for me, Brighton, they've got enough to, to avoid relegation, but it's going to be a battle for them. I think they'll finish in the bottom five. Mm. Yeah, I think they'll be pretty similar to um, pretty similar to last season, where they were they look like that. Were actually look like they were going down. Um, but mate, that they survived by the skin of their teeth. Mate, Burnley moving on. Burnley, um, they had a great, they had a pretty good season last year. Um, haven't really brought anyone in though. Their squad hasn't really changed no, it's too much. The, it's the same. It's, it There's is the same. a few outs, but um, very little coming in, and that's the that's a concern for me. Um, I know they had a good season last year, but 
they've lost a lot of experience. You know, Hendrick on a free is a big loss for them. You know, he's sort of one of those midfielders like a James MacArthur or someone who just falls under the radar. Um, teammates appreciate him a lot, but externally probably doesn't get the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so losing him is huge. Ben Gibson left, Aaron Lennon left, Joe Hart left. That's a lot of experience um, yep. that they've lost. They may not have played a lot, but that's don't but discount ne- the influence you, that you, they have on the dressing you, room. You need. Dressing room influence. You look at what potentially what Andy Carroll's done for us. Um, Silver at Chelsea. We'll get into yeah. that, but he'll have that same influence. Yeah, agreed. Like you need that. Like, even completely changing sports, but um, talking about talking about the NBA with Boston. Boston lost, you know, a a, a ball handler and, and a scorer in Kyrie Irving, and they brought Kemba Walker in, who probably has a little bit less talent, but he's a leader in the dressing room. And that, and now they're off to the conference final. He he. he you need that glue inside those sheds. Um, it has a profound effect on on how how the boys how the boys play. Um, but like you said, I think that. But I agree with your stuff here. The, the squad depth they're going to struggle. Um, lower mid table. I, I dare say that's probably where they're going to where they're going to filter about. Um, mate, this is the exciting one. I'm, I'm really excited to chat about this one, Chelsea. Um, we spoke about this multiple times in in other episodes, season one. Um, of the ins, Zeitch, Havertz, which we didn't speak about, Akai, we, we, we haven't done an episode for a little bit, um, Silva, Saha, Timo, um, Ben Chilwell, um, yeah, you've lost William, you've lost Pedro. Um, but they're a lot stronger now than they were last mate, year. Like, that, that's six first-team players. Um, you've got assists and goal-scoring ability in Zeitch. You've got goal-scoring assist ability in Havertz. You've got... A leadership and probably one of the best centre backs of the last ten years um, in Thiago Silva. Um, you got Saar who, who who did did well for Watford. You got Timo who's a proven goal scorer in the Bundesliga, um, and Ben Chua who's a proven left back. Um, mate, I'm excited to watch Chelsea. Uh, I think anything less than a title challenge after the 200 million pounds they spent will be a failure. They have to perform this season. Um, and, uh, Timo, he could theoretically score 25 or 30 goals. I mean, we look at Chelsea last year. Abraham scored about 15, uh, 16 goals. He didn't have Havertz and Zayech behind him creating chances for him. This Chelsea team going forward is going to be phenomenal to watch if they if they click into gear. Because you've got Pulisic as well and Hudson-Odoi, Loftus-Cheek, Mason Mount... Yeah. It's just an embarrassment of riches uh, Chelsea have up front. I just hope Frank's... I know Tamori is going to be leaving on loan. I still want to see the youth, you know, still around, you know, like Reese James, Mason Mount, Loftus-Cheek. I think they will. I think they will. I think Lampard um, has the ability to to integrate them. Um, Whether they get as much game time, it's going to time will tell. But um, I don't think you'll neglect that too much. I I, be- I I believe, mate. Um, it's how well these players can adapt to the Premier League, and how well they can adapt to each other. Because what we've got to remember is it's a short preseason. Mm. They've played two, three games. If that, they haven't spent six to eight weeks training with each other. They haven't spent six, eight weeks working on combinations on the training ground. It's going to be the first. If you can get off to a good start in the Premier League. You're going to, that's going to set the tone for you know week five, week six, week seven of the Premier League. Um, it's going to be how quick they can gel together, how quick they can adapt to each other's play. Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. I, I believe. I think they're. Um, 
I think three three teams are going to challenge for the title this year. Um, I think there's going to be a close one sitting just outside that, but I think it's Liverpool, City, and Chelsea. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. And this, it, yeah, Chelsea spending this money now takes me back to the start of the Abramovich era, and it was exciting. Even as a you know a non-Chelsea fan, it was still exciting to see them bringing these you know, big-name players into the Premier League. So, Iago Silva is going to be huge for that Chelsea team. Um, can't understate. You know, people look at his age, 35, but he's a centre-back. He, he's, he's always he's never been the quickest centre-back, but he's two steps ahead in his head. He yeah. knows what the centre-forwards are going to do. John, That's pretty much John Terry made a career out of doing that. Um, so I'm excited for, for Chelsea, for Chelsea fans. Um, Havertz for 80 million. He's the only one I've sort of got a question mark about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the talent's there, but he's still, he's still a, big, a kid. Big price tag. Big price tag. He's still a kid. Um, it may take him a season or two uh, to settle, but I expect uh, Zayech and uh, Werner to hit the ground yeah. running. And Chilwell, you know what you're going to get. But that's, I think that's that's a good signing, though, with with, um, with Kai. Is, yeah, he's going to take a little bit um, a little bit of time to adapt to the Premier League, but you've got players who can step in and, and de-load um, his responsibilities. Yeah, correct. You know, it's not like... Mason Mount, yeah, Mason Mount, Loftus Cheek. You, you can you can mix and match and move people around, and then you can give him time to settle. Whereas you know, with, with a team with no depth, you, you don't have that ability. No, you've got um, to hit the ground running. You yeah. have to. So Lampard's got a an embarrassment of riches, uh, to be honest, in that squad. So Abramovich will expect them to win the title, or at least be challenging. Uh, you don't spend two hundred million pounds and uh, not expect instant results. So, yeah. a lot there's a lot more pressure on Lampard this season than there was last year. Last season was sort of a free hit for him, with uh, the nobility to make signings and yep. promote from youth, and he did he did well. Uh, Frank did really well last year, but the uh, this is the real litmus test now. He's got the players he wants, needs to get results. Yep, mate. Very very true, uh, mate. So where did where did Chelsea finish? Um, challenge for the title. I'll say third. Yeah. I think, but, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's going to be closer than last year. Um, well, let's know. I, I, I'm going to look at. It's going to come down the last four weeks. It's better than this year. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. done with four months to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's done before the world closed down. Yeah. Um, mate, moving on. Um, Everton. Everton signed pretty well. James de 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 sorry, Decore, Allen. And Konku, um, some good signings. Um, yeah, they've lost Schneider and they've lost Baines, who's been absolutely superb, um, superb servant. Uh, mate, they've signed really well. They 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 got a really good nucleus in midfield. They've just overhauled it. Uh, Ancelotti's just come in, put a line through the existing midfield, and he goes, "Nope, I want Allen to be my midfield enforcer." You know, very familiar with him. Uh, you being Brazilian, you know all about Allen as well. Decore was probably one of the the best centre midfields outside of the top six uh, for the last few years. Hamez is the uh, the wild card in all of this. Um, hasn't really kicked on since the World Cup. You know when he lit the lit the world on fire for Colombia. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how he goes. Um, under Ancelotti, he has played before, so Ancelotti knows how to get the best out of Hamez. But it's it's a bit of a gamble, it, isn't it? It is a gamble. It is a gamble, but I think it's a gamble worth taking. Um, yeah, we said on in season one that if Newcastle got taken over that I would have gone for Hummers. Um, it's a statement signing. They'll sell some shirts. 
Uh, and essentially, that's what this is for Everton. I think they've almost got a free hit um, buying yeah. Hammersley because it didn't cost didn't cost them much at all. So, in relative terms, anyway. So, I'm quietly confident for Everton's midfield. I still they need to gel quickly, though. That's the thing with Everton. Um, yep. And losing Baines. I mean, I know he wasn't a regular starter, but he was there for God knows how, how many years, well over a decade. Yep. Um, and one one of the more underrated left backs in the Premier League history, really, to be fair. Uh, can hit a free kick. Yeah, he can. Great left foot. Absolutely cracking left foot. Um, mate, I'm excited to see how Mets play. It, I do have my little list of... Um, of players I, I, I want to keep a close eye on this season and games that I watch and, and spend time watching. And, um, mate, Hammers is up there. Um, I was fortunate enough to see Hammers live Brazil and Colombia quarterfinal. Um, and maybe really exciting to see how he adapts to Premier League and if he can, um, maybe if he can put his mark on He did quite well, Real Madrid. Didn't set the world on fire. Did okay, Bayern. Um, yeah, he's, um, he's 29. So he, he needs. I think he needs something for for himself. Um, Unfulfilled potential yeah. for me. I mean, he he had yeah. limitless potential, um, but he's just never been able to break through that glass ceiling. You know, he should have been a world class player by now, um, yeah. but he hasn't. And I don't think he'll become a world class player at Everton. But if he becomes half the player that he could have been at Everton, he'll be a success. Yeah, definitely. Um, easily top half for me. Yeah, easily top half for me. Um, I was really impressed with uh, the way Calvert-Lewin um, pushed on last year. Uh, between him and Richarlison, there's goals, uh, especially with that midfield sitting behind them. So yeah. I'll, I'll say eighth. I'll, yeah, nice. Top, top eight for Everton this year. Yeah, I think so too. Um, mate, moving on. So Fulham. Um, new teams. They haven't spent as much as what they spent uh, <laughs> last yeah, learned, last time. Learned their lesson. Learned their lesson. Hopefully, um, may they, they brought some good players in. Lamina, um, Ariola, Tete. Um, yeah. yeah, they brought they brought okay. Um, I, I look at those players and I'd see championship quality. Really, I mean Ariola. I know he's apart from being a hilarious name. Uh, you know, Paris Saint Germain goalkeeper. Um, yeah. Decent pedigree. Um, a French international. But he's going to be busy. He's going to be busy this year because yeah. uh, for me, Fulham are going straight back down. Um, the important thing for them is they, they have to feed Mitrovic. Uh, he's their only source of goals uh, yep. in that squad that I see. He started on the bench too in their, um, in their player final. Yeah, he was injured. Yeah, so he came off the bench and only played a little while. Um, I don't see... I don't see how Fulham stay up. Uh, I I can't see them doing a Sheffield United, you know, and just mm. shocking everyone. You know, Anthony Robertson, you know, left back, you know, Mario Lamina, Harrison Reed, Kenny Tete, Ole Aina. They're not, they're not world-class signings and they're not good enough. And Scotty Parker is still a fairly inexperienced manager as well. I think if they had a more experienced head, I'd probably feel more confident about Fulham this year, but inexperienced manager, inexperienced squad, Sorry, sorry to all the Fulham fans listening, but um, I, I think pretty sure you guys straight back down. It's a shame because we never really wanted them to go up in the first place. No, we didn't. <laughs> and it's not a personal dig at Fulham. It's just, yeah, we. Um, I, I, well, I know I don't. I don't think they're surviving. What, what do you think? No, I don't think they survive, mate. I think they go down with Villa. Um, and I'll, I'll get to my other one, which is way down the bottom of that list. But um, the same as mine. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle. I think their their, their main issue there is, is 
they got no names that stick out. Um, like you said, they got Scotty Parker, who was a great great servant for us. Yep, um, good player. Great, great centre midfielder. Um, but mate, uh, inexperienced with an inexperienced team, um, with one goal scorer um, who can cause Premier League clubs trouble. Um, yeah, mate, I don't see much happening. No, I think they're, I think they're going down, and um, we're probably doing a little bit of a disservice to Crystal Palace as well. We sort of skipped over them, but oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're not familiar with the alphabet, are you? Not no, 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 I skipped well past them. There's not um, much to talk about with Chris. No, nah, there's actually not. <laughs> that's why they've got no one out. Um, yeah, I think they're going to struggle as well. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> mate, Leeds. Leeds, my, um, I dare say my second team, my mum's team. Um, one of my good mates' team. Um, you're one of very few hated teams. Yes. Um, mate, they've come up. First time in 15, 16 years. Um, Costa, Harrison... Joe Hart, what a signing. Um, <laughs> Rodrigo, if you don't know Joe Hart, um, was that Wigan 18-year-old attacking left uh, midfielder, can play up front. Um, great play, great play. Um, Rodrigo and Kosh, oh, they, they've, they've done well. They, they've signed, if you look at teams around them, they've signed better than their relegation rivals. Massively. I mean, look at the Fulham signings compared to look at the lead signings. Yep. I mean, the danger is have Leeds done a form from two years ago, spent too much? Yep. I don't think so. Um, they have Bielsa in charge, and Bielsa just signed a new contract. You can't put a price on the experience and the ability for Bielsa to attract quality players. No way Rodrigo would have come to Leeds if Bielsa wasn't in charge. Same with Robin Koch. Um, Kosh, Koch. We'll go, we'll go with Koch. It's hilarious. Kosh, Kosh. Kosh, Kosh. Um, 13 million pound German centre back. We were linked to them, very highly regarded. That's a coup for Leeds to, yeah. to get him in because they needed to replace Ben White from last season. Ben White was the rock. He is immense. In this. He was immense last year and didn't mention it for Brighton, but that's a huge for them to keep a hold of him, um, assuming they do. But um, that's, a, that, that's a gaping hole that Leeds have had to fill. So Kosh needs to step up. 13 million pounds thing from Freiburg, if I'm not mistaken. But the big one is Rodrigo. Can Rodrigo score the goals to fire leads up the table? That's my only question mark. Is it? Is it? Be, it's, I would say it's a gamble. It's a solid signing. Um, they spent a lot of money on him. Was he prolific in Spain? Not really. Um, effective. Um, relatively good goal scorer. But I, I think Leeds. I think Leeds's um, X factor is that manager. Um, Vesela, unique, um, attacking, backs his abilities. Um, there's not many managers around that. I, I dare say he'd be the top five, six managers in the league. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. argue that, yeah. uh, especially on pedigree as well. Um, they've got a lot of creativity in midfield as well. Yeah, Harrison, uh, big fan of Harrison. Harrison's good. Yeah. Um, it's to be his third season on loan, I think. Yeah, surely they just sign him permanently. Man City are not going to use him, so. Well, Man City just pays wages for the rest of his career. Yeah, well, they can afford it. Yeah. Um, but Patrick Bamford last season for Leeds missed. I think he had terrible conversion rate. They created so many chances. Mm. So he's he couldn't, he couldn't put them away. He's one for me as well. He he's um, this is his opportunity to prove um, prove that he's not a Dwight Gale. I don't think he will. Um, no, not a do huge I. Fan. I'm not a huge fan of um, Patrick Bamford. Um, I know Leeds fans are sort of on the fence with him as well. Some love him, some hate him. Um, but if Rodrigo can 
what, 10, 15 goals. Um, Leeds will comfortably finish mid-table. For me, I don't see them being... I don't see them going down, uh, not with Bielsa in charge. Uh, for me, they're comfortably a, a mid-table team this season. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think they're, I think they're going to be safe quite early on and then they come look to build for, uh, for, for the next season quite early. Um, mate, Leicester. Um, they haven't, they've lost, brought one in, lost one. Um, new deals to Madison, Vardy. I think they slip out of that sort of top six club. Yeah, for me, they um, they, they finished the season quite poorly um, and they haven't really strengthened um, to me. I know Castagna's come in essentially. To, he's a right back, but he plays both both fullback positions to replace Chilwell. For me, that's a, that's a net loss um, for Leicester. Yep. Um, Chilwell is one of the top two or three left backs in the Premier League. Very difficult to replace. Um, Castagna's got talent um, and Leicester do have a pretty good nose for talent but he's not going to hit the ground running. I don't think it'll take him a good few 10, 15 games to settle in. Um, and I, I see Leicester struggling, you know, Vardy's another year older. If Vardy gets injured, does Ian Atcher have the goals in him? Maybe, maybe not. Um, Madison keeping him and giving him a new deal is huge. Um, probably the most creative player Leicester have. Um, Yuri Tillemans as well. So they've still got some good players there, but I just don't see a lot of depth. And if they get a couple of injuries, I see them sliding. Yeah. Down to the mid table. Um, yeah, I think I think so. Dude. I think I think they're going to just finish outside uh, outside that top six. Um, they haven't, like we said, they haven't really strengthened. They're weakened a little bit. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to see. Uh, look, they're a great team, good manager. Um, I just think players, not players, teams around them have strengthened better than what Leicester have. Yeah, um, exactly. Ar- what it is. Arsenal, Chelsea, um, United. Um, Everton potentially, um, so that, that throws a little bit in there, mate. Um, Liverpool, not not a lot in. Um, they've lost Klein, they've lost Lover, and they've lost Lallana. Um, do they need? Do they need to strengthen? Yes, I uh, always strengthen from a position of power. Yep. Um, Man City didn't do it last year, and they paid the price. Um, for me, Liverpool need to bring in a couple of players. Um, Simicast has come in, you know, as a backup left back to to Robertson. Fine player. Um, I don't expect him to set the world on fire or even start that many games this season. But for me, Liverpool still need to bring a couple of players in. Um, if they get a couple, because they had a pretty decent run last year with injuries, so they weren't their squad mm. wasn't really stretched. Um, this season, I fear, with a shortened season, more games, they're going to need a few more um, quality players to step in. Heavily linked with um with Thiago, Thiago Alcantara, but they don't want to pay. They're thirty million pounds because it's the last year of his contract. They're saying, oh, we should be getting fifteen, twenty million. They need to buy the bullet and get him. Um, mm, well, they they stalled and they twithered and they waited on Timo and Chelsea swooped in. Um, so they'd be interesting. Liverpool, I'm, they've got money to spend, but they're very meticulous with their scouting. So it wouldn't shock me because that Simicast deal sort of came out of nowhere. So it wouldn't shock me if Liverpool are, you know, working on deals in the background. But let's not forget, they brought Minamino in in January, who hasn't yep. really set the world on fire yet. Uh, Origi is probably not. There's a big golfing class from Salah, Mane, Firmino to Origi, yep. Minamino, Brewster. There's a. There's a big gap, so they need to tighten that up. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm quite disappointed in what they've done in the transfer market. Um, they've won the title by a long way, but 
yeah, they were fantastic, but I think City were quite poor, and I think we're going to see a different uh, different Man City um, this season. Yeah, um, Liverpool will still be shouting for the title. I mean, their squad is still good enough. And I th- yeah, I think they so too. They will still be up there. Yeah, yep. and it wouldn't I think... shock me if they do win the league, but I'd be concerned with the the, um, the depth outside the first eleven. Yep, I agree. I agree. Definitely agree. Um, Man City, Moreno, Torres, okay, Carson. Carson. Scotty Carson, what a signing. Signing of the season. <laughs> um, they've lost a lot, though. Sane, Silva, I guess, Bravo, Angelino. Um, I'll throw it out there. Our tips are pretty much the same. Um, I think City win the title. Yeah, I do too. I can't see them having two bad seasons in a row. Guardiola historically doesn't have two bad seasons in a row. Um, yeah, Ferran Torres has come in. Nathan Ake has come in. But for me, the real story for Man City this season will be how does Phil Foden yes. fill David Silver's shoes? That's that's the storyline for Man City this year. If he can be half the player that David Silver was at age 20, Man oh. City will romp home. They will, because yep. he's a phenomenal talent, Foden. I know he was in the news, he got a little, into a little bit of trouble, but that's just, he's a kid, essentially, at the end of the day. So his talent on the pitch, for his age, there's very few better in world football. Yep, I think um, I, th- I think City do it. Their, their depth, they've they've strengthened the back finally. Um, Fernandinho probably will have to play less centre back with um, with Nathan Ake stepping in there. Foden obviously needs to fill um, Silver Shoes. Aguero coming back from injury. Jesus, who's a who's a great backup, um, still yet to prove us um, to be an out and out fantastic striker. Yep. Um, overall, mate, I think they I think they win the title. I think that they win it. Wouldn't say relatively easy, but um, in due course. Yeah, I, I see Man City winning the league. Uh, I actually just checked the odds on Sportsbet not too long ago. They are pretty comfortably favourites, actually. Yeah, well, Liverpool at three dollars sixty to win the league is not bad odds, though. So, but uh, I'm interested to see how Ferran Torres goes. You know, replacing Leroy Sane. Sane. Yeah, because Sane is going to be a big loss. Uh, great pickup for Bayern as well. But yep. uh, and Scotty Carson, that's just, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, good. Good on him. Yeah, why not? He's getting a payday. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. Um, Met United. Um, a bit underwhelming at the moment what they brought in. They brought, obviously, a guy that uh, Van der Beek, um, which confuses me a little bit. Um, I did, the, the players that they've lost isn't... The, like, they haven't really lost much. No, they haven't. Yeah. Um, um, I think they're, they're a couple of players short um, from competing. But the, the main thing we spoke about this today is like, who plays in goals? Who plays in goals for Man United? Yeah, for me, it's got to be Henderson, I mean, on form. But then, as I mentioned to you earlier, they're paying David De Gea £350,000 a week. Yep. You don't really want to pay £350,000 a week for a reserve goalkeeper. No. Uh, Henderson's on about 100000 I think Romero's on 80000 So, Man United are paying half a million pounds a week for three goalkeepers. It just doesn't fit. So it wouldn't shock me if De Gea starts the season, uh, but one mistake, he's gone. Henderson yep. will just step up. Um, Henderson made quite a, it's, it's a bold statement. You know, he said, I'm staying. I'm going to fight for number one. He wouldn't have signed a new contract or stayed if he didn't have some sort of assurances he'd be getting game time. I think so too. I think, I think they're spot on. Because um, this is a, let's not forget, Euro 2021 is at the end of the season. He's a real chance of being in England number one. If he's not playing, he doesn't go. I, this was a huge season. I think he's kept of the season last year in the Premier League. Um, yeah, he got my award. Yeah, he did, which is the most prestigious award going around. 50% of the awards went to Henderson's, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, that, that's interesting to, to where it's going to be there. But um, where does um, where does Vanderbeek fit into United setup? I don't know. I, I honestly that's don't where know. I, that's where I get a little bit confused. Because I mean, you look at Pogba, Fernandez, yeah. Matic, Matongnay, Fred. Yeah, Vanderbeek, that's that's a lot of central midfielders there. Uh, unless they're playing a diamond, they could be. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of. You know, someone sitting at the base, maybe a Matic uh, with Fernandez, maybe at the point, or Pogba at the. I don't know. I don't know what Solskjaer's got up his sleeves, but he's overloaded in centre mid. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting. It seems to me a bit like a, uh, I wouldn't say a panic signing, but more of a, um, oh crap, we haven't really signed anyone yet. Let's see what we can do. I do like him, Van Der Beek. I do think he is a good player. I just don't think he starts. Yeah, ahead of Pogba or Fernandez. Yep. Well, especially not Bruno at the moment. Nah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. phenomenal player. Mate, where do you not? Where do you not finish? Uh, for me, top four. I, I actually think they've got enough enough depth there. The only concern for me is potentially defence um, for Man United, but I think if Henderson plays, they don't concede as many as last year. Yeah, I'd still like to see them bring in a centre-back. Um, time will tell. Yeah, um, I'd like to see it as well. Um, I think they're maybe one or two short in defence. Uh, Luke yeah. Shaw still hasn't really convinced at left-back. Brandon Williams, still very young. So there's, there's weakness in that Man United defence, but I think it's more than offset by the potency going forward. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. Um, we've already touched on Newcastle, so skip ahead on that. Yep. Um, whilst my Labrador digs a hole in his bed so he can get comfortable. Um, mate, Sheffield United, quite, I dare say they've probably signed the most players. I actually really um, love their signings. They've, they've gone British as well. Yeah, um, Bogles, are, Bogles, I like Bogles a pick up. Well, I like Bogle and Lowe, you know, the two Derby yep. fullbacks um, yep. either side. Ethan Ampadu as well, uh, huge wraps on him. Oli Burke. Um, Aaron Ramsdale is a great replacement for Dean Henderson. So on paper, Sheffield United are stronger now than they were last season. Yeah, well they are. They are. They had a great season last year. They were solid at the back. Um, they're probably more solid at the back. Um, like you said, second season syndrome. So it's a real thing. It is a real, real thing, thing, unless unless you're Wolves. <laughs> um, True. I think I think they do well. I think they avoid relegation. I think they. Um, I don't think they're going to do as good as what they did last year. But I, I do. I do feel that they'll be there or thereabouts in regards to the top ten. Um, but their their transfer policies, it's it's good. It's um it's shrewd. It's smart. It's almost safe. It's very safe, but it's very it's very smart. Um, shrewd is the best word to describe it. I mean, they're not spending above and beyond their means. Uh, I know they bought Sanderberger last year probably about 20 million pounds, which is yep. a huge signing for a club of Sheffield United size. Um, but they've signed a lot of defenders as well. Um, you know, uh, Bogle, Lowe and Pardew. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if they're all going to start, um, but I do think second season syndrome, that, do they have a plan B? You know, they play a pretty, they play with wingbacks. They play a pretty direct kind of football. Uh, Billy Sharp's another year older off the bench. McGoldrick's not, a prolific goal scorer. Lisa Mousset did okay for them, um, scoring a few goals. I just got concerns um, this season for Sheffield. I don't think they're in any trouble. I think they finish in that bracket between 10th and 15th, though. They yep. do see them dropping off. Mid-table mediocrity with us, right next to us. Yes, probably has. Um, yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, Southampton. Um, look. Walker Peters, Salusu, they've lost a fair bit. Hol- Holberg obviously gone to Spurs. Um, I guess it's 
or down a how if Danny Ings can repeat his form. Um, and as we touched base earlier off air, it's about Shea Adams finished the se- finished the season really well. Um, four goals, four assists, I think. Um, it'd be really interesting to see how they finish off. I think that they'll be they'll be a mirrored image of of uh, Sheffield United. Um, and I think Danny Ings has the goal scoring nows to be able to back up his his twenty. I think twenty two goals last season. Yeah, twenty odd goals. But the only concern I have with Ings is can he stay fit again for the whole season? He yeah. has had a, numerous injury concerns, and that's where Shea Adams does need to step up. He cost them a lot of money, um, yeah. about fifteen million pounds or something. So they have lost a lot. Uh, Hoybier centre mid going to Spurs. That's a massive loss, and for only fifteen million pounds, that's a steal for Spurs. So yeah. adds a lot more pressure to James Ward-Prowse um, to create, which he which he can do. England international, um, great from a set piece. El Yanusi, Yoshida as well, Cedric Suarez, Mario Lamina, Harrison Reed, all squad players. Yep. But they haven't really brought replaced them too much. But I think Southampton are another mid table team. You know, they're just there or thereabouts. They but won't set the world on they, fire. They usually do have a great um youth factory. Oh um, production line. Yeah. So dare say, you know, there, there could be something along in the pipelines that's gonna come through, which would be great to watch. We we've seen that over the years with um, you know, um Walcott. Oxlade Chamberlain, Bale, Bale. Um, yeah, it's it's been immense, absolutely immense. Um, my Spurs, Holberg, Hart, Doherty, um, they've lost for Tongan, Verm. They, they haven't really lost a lot. They've lost a little bit of experience there. Um, my my main concern is they were quite leaky at the back at, towards the end of last season. They've gone a long way to fixing that by bringing Matt Doherty in. Yeah. Uh, he's a significant upgrade on Serge Aurier at right back. Um, I, I, I love actually what Mourinho's done. He's bought Premier League players. He's pretty much followed our blueprint. You know, Hoybier, Joe Hart, Matt yep. Doherty, yep. all experienced Premier League players. They got stung last year signing in Dombele. Um, they've been stung several times buying foreign players that didn't work out, you know, Soldado, many others. So buying proven. It works for me, but my only concern with Spurs is they haven't signed another striker. They need yeah. Troy Deeney. Troy, Troy Deeney, apparently. Uh, I think Dean is going somewhere else. So I think Bright, maybe Brighton actually, or Bourne. No, yeah. no Bourne. I don't know. Um, Spurs, if Kane, because Kane has proven to be pretty injury prone in the last few years. Mm. Um, if he drops out, they, have, they were playing with Lucas Mora up front. Yep. And as we, we know, yeah, as we, as we, we know, know, we know that too well. Um, FIFA, yeah, it's terrible. Mate, they, they rely a lot on Sun um, and Kane to to supply to supply and score. And um, mate, I just I've got question marks about Spurs. I'm like, where do their goals come from? Um, can Deli Ali revisit? You know what we thought Deli Ali was Deli Ali was going to be. Um, does Sun have the ability to to you know get ten goals, ten assists? Year in year out, I think he does. Um, obviously, Kane's a twenty goal a season player, but but can he stay fit? And I just think with all these question marks, that that just pushes him out of that top four easily, and and it kind of pushes him between like fifth and ninth. Yeah, I I'm be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make Europe. Um, yeah. This year, I mean, it, I'd still need to see another two signings, another defender, and another striker to come in for me to feel comfortable about that that Spurs yep. squad currently. Does does Deeney make you feel more comfortable if they try sign yeah, Troy Deeney? Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think he's going to go there. Um, but he's almost a perfect foil. He's a player who wouldn't expect to play every week, proven Premier League quality, 32 years old now. So, you know, you know what you're going to get with Deeney. Yeah, 
Yeah, we, we, we spoke about him going to Newcastle and that we were, were quite uh, content if he made his way he's made his way across. But I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Spurs go for Josh King, to be honest. Um, I think he would be a good signing for them. He can play up top or he can even play out in the wing, you know, if Lamella's having a bad game, which he occasionally does. Yeah. But for me, Son needs to have almost like a, a Mo Salah season. Um, I think I think I think Bournemouth need to keep Josh King after losing uh Okay, and Wilson and, and Fraser. I think um, they're in a lot of trouble. If uh... Bournemouth are cashed up now, though. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 uh, this is very true. This is very true. Um, all right, West Ham. No, sorry, West Brom. Um, mate, these guys are going down. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it early. Um, straight back, straight back down. Straight back down. Um, Pereira, do you go and get Kipre? Um, mate. Not much. They do nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Um, I, like, I like Grady, Grady Dangunga. Um, West Ham fans were furious that they let him go. Mark yeah, Noble, and, and Mark Noble, yep. Yeah, he spoke out on Twitter against his owners, which is uh, the ballsy move. Um, Great to is, see. I love it. He's the heart and soul of West Ham. So if he yeah. can't say anything, no one can. But West Brom will go straight back down. Yep. I think they're gone. I think, they're, I, think um, I actually think West Brom finish last. How many points? Oh. Did they crack 20? I had 23 in my head. Uh, 23. I'm going to go 23. All right. Done. Yep. Yep. Uh, moving on, West Ham. Um, I think they're the same as last year. I think they're going to struggle. Um, hopefully, they've struggled a lot tomorrow. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow. Well, tom- tomorrow morning, tonight, um, whenever you want to call it. Um, mate, they haven't brought anyone in. Suchek's come in. Um, they've lost a little bit. Um like you've written here, can Antonio maintain his form? Um, he's only scored over ten goals in one season. Because uh, like, he's played every position on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, he does, and so we've versatile. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that on um, Football Manager. He plays right back, left back, um, left mid, centre mid. Um, he plays the striker. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where. They led. I think they're going to struggle. I, I don't have t- much time for David Moyes. I don't have much time for West Ham themselves. Um, I'm still annoyed that they left Upton Park and went to their Olympic Stadium. Um, yeah, mate, I don't have any time for West Ham. I don't even really want to speak about them too much, to be honest. Sorry to West Ham fans. Uh, Moyes was the first manager sacked. Um, oof, oof. We didn't even put that in our tips. I like that. Nah, he's, he's the first one gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me. Um, Suchek's a great signing. He did really well um, last season at West Ham. So I, I'm happy for them that they signed him permanently. But I don't see too much quality. Sebastian Allaire last season. I mean, if it wasn't for Joel Linton, he probably would have been the worst striking signing of the season. Um, yeah, definitely. Didn't set the world on fire. Uh, for me, Antonio... If he gets injured, there's no goals in that West Ham squad. I just don't see it. And that's scary because he's only scored 10 goals once in his whole Premier League career. I don't think they go down, but they'll get an almighty fright. And they'll probably... uh, Moyes will get sacked and probably Mark Hughes. I don't know what he's doing these days. He'll probably come Uh, in and take over. Or Tony Pulis or... Yeah. Sam Allardyce, Sean Dyche, I was going to say you can take Steve Bruce, but Steve Bruce is... um, Steve Bruce, Bruce, leave him alone. Steve Bruce is actually getting what he wants at Newcastle at the moment, so... I'm willing to give him a chance. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. I'm all, all aboard the the Bruce the Bruce boost. No. The Bruce the Bruce bus. bus. The Bruce, Bruce bus. bus. Um, last team on our list, Wolves. Exciting one. Two years back to back, seven seventh finishes in a row. Um, can they finish higher than seventh? Um, look, we'll touch base on uh, Sarkic, uh, Marcel, Vitinha. Um, Doherty's gone, which is a big loss. Um, 
mate, Fabio Silva. No one knows anything about this kid except for us. Um, 18-year-old Portuguese striker. Um, he's only played about f- three five. games. Five yeah, games. five games. Um, good goal, that. Um, mate, there's huge wraps on this kid. Absolutely huge wraps. There's no way that Wolves would have spent this amount of money on this kid if they didn't think or didn't know that he's going to be able to produce. A lot of pressure. £35 million club record signing for essentially a second fiddle striker this year. Make no mistake about it. Him and Eds is going to start ahead of him. An 18-year-old. An 18-year-old. I mean... I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, we both know him because we both play football manager. He scored 42 goals in 50 games for me on my game right now. So (laughs) Fabio Silva, the talent is there. Is the move to a foreign country too soon for him? People go, Ronaldo moved to Holland fairly early in his career and it turned out all right for him. Is moving to Wolves foreign country? It's it's pretty much Lisbon. (laughs) It pretty much is actually, isn't it? The old Jorge Mendes effect. So any young Portuguese players are just the, yeah. It's a, a direct flight from Wolverhampton to Lisbon. So yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's the same. Same. Don't even need a passport. You just walk in. Yeah, I think I, I think they'll do all right this season. Wolves. They'll definitely. They won't drop out of the top ten. Um, Jimenez is probably the most natural goal scorer in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a great. He's, yeah, he's a great player. I, I think someone um, would have been would have been good. Or you know, I'm, I'm love seeing him at Wolves, but it'd been great to see him at you know at United. Um, yeah, in Spurs, but you you don't want to play him behind. Okay. He's the best striker outside the top six. Um, oh, by miles. He's better than miles. some of the strikers in the top six. Yep. Um, and Adama Traore, you know, he sort of started fulfilling his potential um, last season. So he needs to kick on um, this year. Uh, but uh, Wolves are an exciting team. But Doherty is a huge loss. Um, a big loss. And they didn't sell him for much, which was really surprising for me. Um, for me, he was one of their standout players. And I think Spurs have got an absolute steal uh, at about £15 million there for Matt Doherty. So, but Wolves have still got enough there. They've still got a great goalkeeper, Rui Patricio, Connor Cody, newly capped England international. Um, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll finish um, top, top top half. Yeah, I think they'll be. I think they'll be there or thereabouts in regards to um to, to last few. So I think they'll be um they'll be on the cusp of Europe. Can they crack it? I don't think they do, just for the fact that um. Chelsea, be, I actually look. I backtrack you. I actually think they can finish a little bit higher than um than Leicester Wolves. Yeah, I, I quite like Wolves team Wolves makeup more than I do um to Leicester's. So interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, let's move to the top. So we've got um. So each time we've actually missed a few tips. I know we've got them. All yours are here. Um, look, it's no lie. I, I, we think alike. Um, <laughs> look, we've tipped the same winner in Man City. We've tipped the same relegations as in Fulham, West Brom, Villa. Um, I've tipped West Brom to to be the one furthest down that list. Um, it's hard. Look, who do you have? Like, who's your player of the year and young player of the year? Evan De Bruyne, player of the year. I think if Man City win the league, he he orchestrates that. Um, they don't win the league if he doesn't play well. And if they play well, he's going to be man of the match almost every game. So for me, De Bruyne, um, player of the year, young player of the year, I've gone TAA, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think he just kicks on. I think we'll see a much better version of him this year than we did last year. I'm going to, just so I get away from what you're doing, um, which is very rare, I'm, I'm going to agree with Kevin De Bruyne. The, the, the kid's phenomenal. 
um, and talking football um, fantasy Premier League, he will be in my team pretty soon. Just got to try and make some room for him somehow. Um, I'm going to go with Young Player of the Year. I'm going to throw... Ooh, this is a big game. I'm going to go Foden. I'm going to go City to collect and Foden to be um, Young Player of the Year. I think we were speaking about him. He's, he's, it's, not, it's not now and ever for him, but it's his time. Yeah. I think it's his time for, to step up in the city. I think players have left. Um, Guardiola has been grooming him um, for this role and for this time. Um, so I think it's his time and his turn to, to step in. So just to be a little bit different from you and different from last year, last year's awards, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Foden there. Um, it's, it, look, I'll, I'll yell at my overachievers and my underachievers. I'll, it's... I, I want to say us, um, but I'm not certain. Um, it, it scares me to say us. Every time I've said us before, we've turned into rubbish. Um, it's going to be a tough one. I think, um, I think Arsenal are going to overachieve this year um, compared to last year. If we're going off last year, I think Arsenal are going to do quite well. I think they're going to, uh, they're going to challenge that top four. Um, and potentially break into that top four. So for me, that's a big overachievement. I, th- I thought about Everton. I thought about Chelsea. Um, you know, he's going from third to second potentially and overachieving. I don't think so. Um, but I think Arsenal kind of cracked that top four. Um, potentially Leeds as well overachieving. So you kind of got two there. So you got Arsenal and Leeds pretty much overachieving. Um, underachievers, um, I think, mate, Leicester are going to underwhelm um, a fair bit. Um and I think Spurs. I'm going to pick two there. I'm going to get Leicester and Spurs to be, to be my underachievers. Yeah, overachievers. I've I've got us. Um, nothing's expected. Nothing's yeah, expected of us. And I think if we finish tenth, that's an overachievement. Uh, we we haven't. Well, we spent what thirty five million pounds, uh, but we've yeah. brought in a lot of quality. Um, we haven't even spent a Joel Linton, and we've got five quality players in. Yeah, how good. <laughs> so I, I think we'll overachieve. I think we'll surprise a few people. Um, that's just yeah. the optimist in me. Um, and underachievers, I've got a Leicester. Um, yeah. Their end of season last year, it was, me. They, they were horrible. They were they, they poor. Sn- snatched, you know, defeat from the jaws of victory. You know, they, they had the Champions League spot. And they just, they capitulated and yep. they haven't strengthened. I mean, that could change. Obviously, the transfer window is still open. We might look like idiots. Um, nah. In, nah. Uh, how many months? Eight months till the end of the season? Yeah, we're good. So, but yeah, I've got Leicester underachievers, uh, Newcastle overachievers. And who's your top scorer? I don't know. I'm stuck. Um, on a side note, Mitrovic is not even in this. He's on the bench. So there goes that. Well, I've anyway. Looking at the the lineups, um, mate, no Ariola for for Fulham, no Mitrovic. Um, interesting, interesting. Oh, that's a that's a poor Fulham team, though, isn't it? That's oh, Kiarantini starts. Thank you, good gamble. Um, lucky I benched Mitrovic, didn't hey? Yeah, he might go out and come back at Williams. Williams gonna be that's a good front three for Arsenal. Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Williams, exciting. Um, Rob Holding gets the start. See there you go, and Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel holding that midfield. Midfield or defence? Uh, sorry, that middle of <laughs> middle of defence. Yep. Um, no, it'd be good. I'm excited to watch it. Um, I expect Arsenal to win that fairly comfortably. Yeah, that's a poor team. That's a very poor team, unfortunately. Um, mate, I don't know. My, my top squad. Look, <sighs> there's a few there. Um, I think if Aguero stays fit, um, 
it's hard to go past Aguero. Kane, if he stays fit. Um, I'm going to go with Aubameyang. Yeah. Aubameyang was my second choice. He's going to score most of the goals for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm only so... going with Aubameyang because your first choice was in my top three, so I just went the other way. Yeah. So I've got Timo Werner. Uh, it's a big call. It's a big call. But my, um, my logic behind it is... Tammy Abraham scored 15 goals uh, <laughs> yes. last year, and he didn't have Zayech and Havertz playing behind yeah. him. So I, I, I'm expecting 25, mm. 20 to 25 for Timo this year. An attack comes from defence. He didn't have Thiago Silva. Uh, what a player. Um, yeah, that's that's a great, great, great bit of um, analysing and, and then figuring out why and who and how this is going to become top. Mate, I like it. That, that's pretty good. I think it's, um, mate, it's going to be for an exciting season. Um, already looking at the lineups there, it's you know a lot of people. Um, you'd expect Arsenal to win this two three nil. Um, quickly, let's go. We'll go through our tips. This is a great podcast. Um, we are going to run through our tips. So if you're listening now, we're going to re- we're going to record every Tuesday, Wednesday, just so we get the end of the Premier League and end of the football round. So we're not talking Sunday night and and talking only about the Saturday night games. Um, so you'll we'll be getting all of us on a, on a Tuesday, or Wednesday, which would be great. Um, all right, Fulham Arsenal. Who wins that? And by how many? Arsenal three 0 Yeah, I like that. Like that. I've got. Um, I'm going to agree. Um, I'm going to go Palace and Southampton draw. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Southampton two one. Oh, very nice. I'm going to go City and Villa to be postponed. Um, I'm going to, Liverpool and Leeds. Look, this for me. This could be a one nil or it could be seven nil. Um, it's a tough one to call. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with three nil. I don't think Leeds score, and I think Liverpool are uh, just outclassed. I'll go two nil. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 Newcastle. I'm going to get Callum Wilson and say Max, same maximum to score first and Wilson to score late in the late in the game. Yeah, I'll say 2-1 for us. I think we'll concede. We don't have Dubravka in goal. And Darlow, good keeper, but not the level of Dubravka. So I think West Ham will um, score Sna- for a set piece. We'll snatch one, yeah. I just, yeah. Um, West from Leicester. 1-0 Leicester. Won't be a great game. No, and I'm going to go with um, 1-1 with Spurs and Everton. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go 2-2. Two, two. I think it's score draw. I think there's goals in that game. Yeah. I think the, the defence for both teams, there's um, they could be shaky. All right, all right. Last two. Um, Sheffield United Wolves? I'll go one all draw on that one. Yep, fair. Um, and then Brighton and Chelsea. I think Chelsea win that 3-0. 3-1. I think, I think Chelsea 4-0, actually. I think they're really going to make a statement. Uh, yeah, I, know I like it. First, first game of the new signings, but for me, they'll come out all guns blazing, play on adrenaline. I think it'll be sweet. 4 0. Awesome. How good. I'm, I'm excited. I've, the jersey's here. It's ready. Your jersey's here. It's ready um, to arrive at your place in the morning. We, we don't watch many games together. I think we've, no. um, we've only watched one win and one goal um, out of our time. No, but um, I'm excited. I'm buzzing after today's win, today's game seven win. Um, it's going to be a great season. I think it's going to be good. As soon as soon as soon as the fans can get back into the stadium, the better it's going to be for atmosphere um, and for the players. Don't, don't ask me how these NBA players are playing inside that bubble. That, that, that's hard. It's, it's not great. It's not great to watch. Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, it's, it is good to watch, but it, you lose a lot without fans there. And you, you lose any home advantage that you do have, especially well, in basketball, which is well, huge. Well, fun, funny stat between the Boston and Toronto game is that every game won 
they were the away team. Away team, yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means now, anyway. Yeah, whatever that means. Anyway, I'm, I'm excited. Um, tomorrow's in Bucks Premier League. Um, it's like it only just finished yesterday, which kind of oh, feels mate, that way. So good. Which is fantastic. But, uh, mate, that brings us to the end of uh, Season 2, Episode 1. How good. Um, don't forget to like us on the pen spot um, or follow us on the pen spot at Twitter. Um, get us on Instagram on the penalty spot. Um, we'll be spitting these out weekly, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. As soon as this season starts, it'll be little wrap-ups, little fun stuff. Um, mate, predictions, uh, yeah. yeah. Predictions. Get on to us. Um, even topics like messages, get some topics going and we'll, we'll get it rolling as much as we can. And um, if you want to see us in person, we'll be at the Glebe Markets on the 26th of September. Yeah, shout out to Polyester FC. We'll be there to buy a few jerseys. So, pretty, hope they listen. I'm sure they do. Pretty, Why they? What else are they going to do on a Saturday? Yeah, Sunday, exactly. So. Pretty but, excited. Um, so, this is what? Season season Cafu episode Tafferel? Well, we could do that. We could go season, <laughs> yeah, season Cafu yeah. <laughs> episode Alison. Alison, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and next good. week, um, episode, who's number two for Brazil these days? Well, it was Danny Evers usually. Yeah. Whoever's going to be the new right back, anyway. Yeah, don't know yet. No, soon find out. Too easy. I'm excited though, so I'll see you in about less than eight hours. Yep, <laughs> definitely. Off to no bed. Yeah, All I'm right, going to, I'm going to go watch Arsenal um, win three 0 Yeah, I might stay for a little bit. All right, awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll chat very soon. Chat soon. Take care, guys. Bye. Oh,